0: So, uh, Pro style Hair Salon said, "What's wrong with the screen?" Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, you on there? Good. All right. So we're good. All right. So what time is it, y'all? Is it six o'clock yet? Is it six a.m. in the morning? Almost past six.
1: Past
0: six. Six o three in the morning. Thank you all for calling in from around the country. People are calling in from all around America. You're recording. You recording. So I want to thank you all to uh, for calling in and uh, thank y'all for joining us. Uh, from around the world. Uh, My IG just went out, but it'll come back on in a second, get that back on in a second. Uh, But we're still live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram. Uh, We are excited this morning. My phone just went power down. It's going to power back up. This crazy phone. That's okay. The devil ain't going to stop this morning. The devil ain't going to stop for this one. Thank you all for checking in, checking in from all around the world. Uh, Florida's out there, y'all. Yes, indeed. We see Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, y'all on the line as well. Thank you all for joining in with us as well. Thank you for joining in from Mississippi. Thank you, Tennessee. New York, y'all up New York. Wake up, New York. Wake up, wake up, wake up, Philly. Okay, New York's out there. All right, what's up? What's up, upstate New York? I see you happening up there. Toronto, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in also. Hey, Mexico, hola, como esta? Mexico is in the house, y'all. Puerto Rico, hola, hola. All my Puerto Rican clients, all my Dominicans out there, y'all are checking in too. Thank y'all for just tuning in with us uh from around the country and uh and joining us uh right here live on Instagram and uh on a second we'll be back on, on Facebook and I'm gonna be also live on Instagram in a second here so this uh this so this this media start working properly. But that's okay. I mean gonna let the devil stop me. Ramona say good morning to the people.
1: Good morning, good morning.
0: There we go. Okay, we're getting better now. All we're getting right. I color think We're
1: just about ready. We're just about ready.
0: Yeah. Go back live here on.
1: There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. All right. We're just about set. I do apologize for the delay. Ain't no delay.
0: We live. I mean, you, you, you don't delay when you live. When you live, you just live. That's what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so welcome back for those who caught me yesterday on Instagram right there as well. So now I got a little more color to me as well. But it's morning time, y'all, and we're always moving and grooving. But this morning, we always have a wake-up wake call at 6 a.m., uh, and people join us from all around the world. Uh, one of my good friends, Will, from Chicago, he started out with me on this journey uh, a, a year and three months ago. And um, I, I was just joking, just saying, hey, wake up in the morning and uh, I want to read the Bible for the first 30 days of the, of the new year. That was January 2018. And look, lo and behold, we've been reading it every day since January uh, 2nd of 2018, and the word is still going strong. So thank you all for joining us uh, both live uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on our call-in line. Uh, that has grown by tremendous, tremendous numbers. So thank you all for joining us. But I want you all to share this morning because the message today that I want to share with you comes from my heart. And I want to share it with you because I think it's so important for you to understand what's actually going on uh, in our lives because so often, you know, we, 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 we motivate you in the morning time. But sometimes, sometimes, y'all, you know we need motivation as well. And
1: uh, I'm one, Before we start. Let me just go ahead and say our morning Go prayer. ahead. Do it. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the strength, and the courage, Lord, the courage, Lord, to grab this harvest that's before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Um,
0: For those who are with us, you all know we're we're going through a series. uh, Name it. Frame it and proclaim it. Well, we're asking God for more, and in asking God for more, we've asked you to kind of put together your charts, and you can go back and look at uh, our charts online on uh, michaelramonawoods.com, and you can see our chart and how important it is to have that chart. But today, I wanted to just speak from the heart. Today, I wanted to be able to speak from the heart and be able to just share with you all things that are important that I think you need to know. Um, you know, one of the things that I, that, 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 I, that, I, that I see and I believe is that the Word of God works in our lives in mysterious ways. And every morning for the past year and year and three months, you know, I've been getting up reading the Bible uh, out loud and, and sharing with people a word of, word from God. And, uh, you know, I've been reading uh, Matthew. And, and, and Matthew, I've got my, my notes, my, my, book there, my little notebook there we go. You got my notebooks here. You got my notes and everything. You got my, my Bible and everything. So, but I wanted to share with you all a scripture that I think is important that is relevant to my message today, that um, has really touched me. We've been talking about name it, frame it, and proclaim it. And uh, one of the things that I share with the people is that scripture from Matthew twenty seven. Matthew matthew ten and twenty seven and i want to, I want to share that with you uh, it says what I tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs that was that was the the, 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 the scripture that we've been we've been reading and uh, you know I, I've been reading this over and over again and I was listening to uh, this message from a pastor, uh, and it happens to be Michael Todd. And my name is Michael Todd Wood. So, you know, just kind of caught Michael Todd. I said, like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? So that, that that message really, he was talking about release. And uh, for those who know more about what we've done in the past, you know, Ramona and I, we've been fighting the fight. Um, we've been fighting the fight against the city of Greensboro. And that fight has been a five-year journey so far. And I've been carrying it. I've been, I've been, I've been carrying it, and I've been really thinking about, you know, how we begin to, you know, just wait on God. And it's really been stirring me up over the past—I don't know, Ramona. I mean, it's been, oh, it's been a, it's been a minute since I've been battling with this thing and battling with this thing. And you know, we've been battling together. You know, we, we've been fighting this fight. But as I got into name it name it, frame it, and proclaim it, something began to get deeper into my spirit, and I felt God talking to me over and over and over and over and over again. He said, it's time. It's time. It's time. And I'm saying to him, Lord, what is it time to do? And he said, it's time to release it. He's time to, it's time to release it because, see, you cannot fight. You cannot fight with your flesh and blood. You you have to fight those those those, those spirits with the word. And if you never put the word out there, people don't know what you're going through or what you're actually, you know, experiencing. But, you know, I, I, this word that I began to read and that message I began to have on release from Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd from Oklahoma, it, it, it really began to touch me. And I kept reading over and over and over again. What I tell you in the dark, speak it in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear proclaim from the rooftops. Now, I, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. I thought I, I thought I had it. But I had to go back to Matthew 10 and 26 to really understand why I didn't get it sooner. It says, so do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed. Nor hidden, that will be left unknown. I said to myself, "Wow! All this time I've been fighting this fight. Ramon and I've been fighting this fight together. We haven't, we, because it's not that we were afraid. It was just that it was just that we were reluctant until we heard from God, until He whispered in our ear, until He began to tell us in the dark what we should be speaking in the daylight, and." This thing, this fight that we're in, is, is a real fight, y'all. It's a, it's been a five year fight. It's been a five year fight of us of us trying to stand up for injustice, trying to stand up for what's right. We were just to give you a scope of uh, of the situation. We were uh, in the in, in the in the midst of growing a very successful television network called Black Network Television, and uh, we were, I mean, we were moving and grooving, y'all. We were, we were making some great things happen. We were doubling sales every single year. We were, we were just moving and grooving and having a, having a beautiful time impacting the lives of the community by showing excellence in our community. You know, the, the, the thing that we did a little bit differently was that our television network, we didn't show uh, uh, guys walking down the street in baggy pants. That wasn't, that wasn't black was television. We tried to show the excellence that existed within our community. We didn't show nobody getting shot and killed. We, we, we didn't show those things at that time because we wanted to show the good that was happening. We went into the schools and we went into uh, to, to the universities, and we got students who were interested in broadcasting, and we got those students involved where they can do live shows and live events right there in our studio, we were building that. Then we decided to, 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 to produce a TV show called What You're Cooking. I mean, it was, a, it was a show that we really, I mean, really were excited about. We hired some of the top-named uh, actors and actresses in the African-American community that are well-known actors and actresses in the community. And we brought them in to Greensboro. We began to shoot and film, you know, this TV show. We were so excited. And the city heard about what we were doing. They, they heard about what we were doing. They said, well, you know, how can we help? How can we help? Well, you know, as I was building the actual show, I realized that, hey, in order for us to really produce this show, we had to do, add what we call production value. For those in the production world, that means you've got you to gotta increase your budget. You've got to do something bigger than what you've done before because we had first had some local actors and we got some national actors, so it was expensive. So we began to increase the budget. and We began to, 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 to say, hey, if this is what – the city can do to help us. And they said, we said, okay, well, we're short about $300,000. Okay, $300,000 is a lot of money, y'all. It's a lot of money. But we would already invested. We already invested close to $800,000 of our own money. So we, we invested already. It wasn't like we were saying let's invest and you invest and we don't invest. We were already out there. We were already pushing forward. So when they came and they said, well, we'll do the 300000 and this will help you to continue and make this thing happen. So we said, okay, great. They took us through all the due diligence. Uh, we did all the paperwork. We jumped through every single hoop you could jump through. I mean, we had all we needed, all we needed was $300,000 in equity. So we said, okay, you need $300,000 in equity here. Just take our home. We got a house that's valued over a million dollars. We had over $500,000 on it, so $500,000 on it. So, hey, you got three hundred At
1: 300,
0: that time. At that time. You know, so we had, at that time, yeah. And so we, we, we said, take the house in here. They got the house appraised, came back, the house came in. Okay, we got well over $300,000 in equity. What other hoop we got to jump through? We jumped through every single hoop that they could actually ask us to jump through. We get to the city council meeting, and on the 18th of June, they, uh, they, they approved the actual loan for $300,000. Everybody was excited. We were on cloud nine. We were moving forward. They gave us the green light to continue this thing so we can get to the end so we can produce and bring this thing to, you know, to full manifestation. Well, after they did that, they put the resolution together, then they call us up and say, hey, um, there's, a, there's an error here. As our, you know, our attorney goes, uh, there's an error here that you're asking for a third, lean, a 2nd lien position,
1: but... Go, go back, you're going too
0: fast. Okay, I'm going too fast? Okay, I'm going back up a little bit.
1: June. June.
0: My daughter's is me out because, you know, I get excited about this thing. I want
1: to make sure people understand In June,
0: we got approved, right, for $300,000. Loan, L-O-A-N, loan. They turn around and then say to us, hold on. You you can't get this loan. We have to take it back. We have to renege on the loan. We're saying why? Because we put in the resolution... (laughs) that we have to be in second position, not third position, third lien position. I mean, we had a, 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 a small balance on the house. We had a line of credit, and it's, it's still over $300,000 in equity, no matter how you cut it, it's still well over the $300,000 that you asked for. Then they say to us, we can't pass this because you are in, we're in third lien position. We're saying, hold on. Didn't we just have the discussion at city council that you've done third liens before? Plus, to be totally transparent, in April when we started this process, you told us you were going to take a third lien position because you knew from due diligence that you couldn't take a second position. So, therefore, we went through these hoops after hoops after hoops. We then get approved for a loan. We're full stream ahead. Miss Woods, the money is coming. The money is coming. Then they call us up and then let us know a month later, a month later, y'all, after they have already given us the green light, that they have to renege on the loan. Imagine that. You got, you got a production that you're going through. You're building a TV network. You're growing. You're, 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 buying. You're, you're, you're doing everything you do to bring this process to full fruition. And then they pull the rope. The rug right from underneath you. I mean, imagine that. So we go through this whole back and forth. What do we? Because if they really wanted to do the loan, they would have said, "Mr. and Mrs. Woods, here is an alternative to get it done." No, 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 no. They didn't say that. What they said is we're reneging, and they didn't even get have the audacity to allow us to have some type of conversation to see what we could do to work it out. Now, granted, they asked us for $300,000 in equity. We gave them over $300,000, close to $400,000 in equity. We then find out that they're doing loans for other people, not African Americans, and they're taking 3rd lien positions. Not just one person, not just two people, three, four, five people, but they're not black like me. So then they turn around and says, no, um, this loan right here can't go through. So imagine my whole, my whole operation just begins to shut down, begins to just, I mean, doing the right, our entire investment and everything begins to just, just go downhill. And we then have to actually file. We have to file a lawsuit. Here we have actors. We have, I mean, we have Kim Fields. We have Dorian Wilson. We have Miss Laura Hayes. We have Smokey Norfolk. We have uh, Marcus D. Wiley. We have uh, uh, Bernadette Standard from Good Times. We have all these actors, y'all, looking for this project to come to fruition. And then the city turns around and puts a a black cloud over our whole project. I mean, tell tell me how you bounce back from that. So we then have to file a lawsuit. We have to hire an attorney, Mr. Willie Gary from Florida, to represent us because I mean they just don't they, don't they don't understand the magnitude of how this has hurt us. So we then go to court, you know, and then the judge the judge dismisses it. The judge dismisses the actual lawsuit, said it doesn't have merit that it just doesn't you know this doesn't bring it doesn't it's not plausible that an African American can apply for a loan and it get uh, it not go through and we're giving, we're giving loans to Caucasians, and their loans are different than African-American loans, so we, you know, it's not the same. It's not plausible that the city would do that. Okay, well, we had to file that lawsuit, and we filed it. The judge turns around and dismisses it. Okay, no problem. We have to appeal it. You know what an appeal costs, right? More money. We have to then take our case and take it to the Fourth Circuit and appeal. And lo and behold, Lo and behold, the Fourth Circuit agrees. The Fourth Circuit agrees and says it is plausible and it is evident that there is discrimination and that you have to hear these people out because there's, there's something wrong in Greensboro. There's something wrong. How is it that they can give out money to all the other non-African American companies, non-African American businesses, and call it doing business as usual? But an African-American who exceeds, not just meets the standard, exceeds whatever requirements they actually have, whatever requirements they put up, whatever hoops they asked us to jump through, we exceeded it. Now, now you've got to look at this thing, and I want you all to look at it really closely and begin to understand that here we are. Here we are, two prominent African-Americans in the city who have worked hard who have been striving all their life to be able to make it happen.
1: Ramona, you have something to read? Well, the, the Fourth Circuit, what they stated was, and we have it available for you to read it for yourself, it says, we conclude that the district court erred in dismissing BNT's claim of discrimination at the pleading stage accordingly for the reason explained within. We reverse the district court's order dismissing this action and remand for further proceeding. And it also states, it says, B&T has plausibly pled that the conditions under which the city was willing to grant it a loan were more stringent than those the city applied to similar situated white owned applicants. This is the ruling of the federal the the the, the fourth circuit court so you know, as, as you see,
0: we've been, we've, been, we've been fighting this thing, y'all, because this don't just happen overnight. Just to get a hearing from the Fourth Circuit is, is, is something that, that, that's very difficult to do. Then, on top of that, after the Fourth Circuit then comes back, the city of Greensboro then says, hey, uh, we don't believe the Fourth Circuit. Let's take it to the Supreme Court. Let's appeal to the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is going to rule that, hey, we got this thing right. Well, they, uh, they, 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 they appealed to the Supreme Court. And, y'all, this is the U.S. Supreme Court. B&T versus Michael, uh, B&T and Michael Ramona Woods versus the city of Greensboro. They then appealed to the Supreme Court now. Here is it is we were in the $300,000 loan. This was not free money. This was not a grant. This was not uh, seed money that I'm going to give away. We had to repay this money, y'all. This wasn't free money. They then appealed to the Supreme Court, and it's very difficult on the Supreme Court as well, to overturn Fourth, Fourth Circuit you know decisions. The Supreme Court denies and says, "Hold on, we're not, we're, no, 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 we're not getting in this fight right here. The Fourth Circuit did what they're supposed to do, and they found whatever they found that you can read about. They found, and you got to take it back, and these people need to be heard. They they, they have to be heard. They need their day in court. So here we are fighting, and you know it's expensive. It's very expensive to fight. It's It's like David and Goliath. It's like David and Goliath. That's the battle that we've been going through. And here we are fighting the fight for justice because we look at it this way. If we can't make it through, to get a loan from a city that we've been paying taxes for for years, our building—we got a building worth two and a half, three million dollars. We have a we have a home well over a million dollars. We put in eight hundred thousand dollars of our own money. We began to we we weren't coming to this thing begging. We were saying they came to us saying, "How can we help you?" And then after they say they're gonna help us turn around and they renege on their help, which would have helped us. To get, to get to the end of the project, to make it happen. So here we are in the midst of this fight. This, is long, this has been going on for five years. And so as we've been fighting this fight, you know, i I, I got to share this with you because this, this, is, this, this, this is from Martin Luther King. I had to go back and recognize this. It says here, it said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. That, 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 that quote from Martin Luther King, it began to get deep into my heart. And the other one got into my heart was the ultimate measure of a man isn't where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. See, this is a time of challenge and controversy. This is a moment in time that, you know, and, and I got I to be, be honest with you all because I think this, this will help you to understand why I'm so passionate, why I'm so, why I'm so stuck on bringing this injustice to light, making people aware. That's what I'm trying to do, trying to make people aware. I remember when my father had a construction business, and with the construction business, you know, he would, he, he, he would he, he, as a child, I remember doing small things, you know, I would be out there with him, and, and he would be tearing down different places, and, you know, I was just a small boy, but I really didn't know what was going on. Because I just thought that that's just, you know, he was, he was just working. He was working. My father and mother weren't married, but, they you know, he still came and picked us up every now and then, took us out, and, you know, we would we'd be working. We were playing, but we thought we were working. And he would tear down buildings. And I remember, he, I remember, I remember taking that, those bricks, you know, as a little child, me and my brother we be out there with a little hammer thing, he gave us a little bit of hammer, and we would be knocking the, the mortar off the bricks. And taking those bricks, and he would say, "Put them on the pallet now. Put them on the pallet." And we would take those bricks, and we would try to stack the bricks up like a little house. You know, we were just playing blocks. That's all we were playing. And we would take those bricks. We were dirty kids. I mean, we were dirty. We would put those blocks on top of those on top of the pallets, and we would take them. And uh, I would see him, you know, kind of say, "Make sure you're straight like this." And then he wrapped the pallet up, and you know, he had the bulldozer, he had the dump truck, he had all those things. So he would picking them up, and my uncle Willie would put them on the on the bobcat and he, they would do all the things they needed to do. And, and I remember him taking those bricks into the community. And the same bricks, the same bricks that he tore down from the building, he, he would take them to the black community and he would, he, he, he would, he would give, them, give them to the uh, carpenter, to the, to the mason guy. And the mason would actually take the bricks and build a house right there in our community. And, and see, I remember that as a child. As I got older, I began to recognize what he was doing. I began to recognize that he was an entrepreneur. And, you know, as, 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 as I began to see him grow and grow and grow, as I got a little older, you know, I began to see that he wasn't really growing to his maximum potential. And I wondered why. And I remember the conversation vividly on, 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 on why, you know, he wasn't able to get the big deals, why he wasn't able to get the, you know, the big contracts. And, you know, I, that, that thing really... Stuck with me. Why my father's business don't have, you know, uh, 50 or 40 uh, dump trucks and bobcats and, you know, 40, 50 employees? You know, he would hire, hire people he could afford to hire. But I recognized as an adult what was happening. I, I, I recognized that he didn't have the access to capital. It wasn't, it wasn't that my father wasn't working hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was working hard. I, I, I remember that. He was a hardworking man. No, Nobody could outwork him. It wasn't that he, didn't, that he wasn't smart enough to do the job that was put before him. Oh, he was smart enough because he could tear the building down and he could actually repurpose everything in the building from the doors to the windows to the bricks on the ground. He was very smart in that area. He could understand the total cost of capital and he would do it probably cheaper than everybody else could do it because what? He needed the work to help to do the things that he wanted to do in the community. But I recognized something greater than that. I said to myself, I said, my father didn't have the access to capital. He didn't have the opportunity to grow his business to his maximum potential. And I didn't realize that until recently. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize it until recently. I was saying, what's holding him back? What's holding him back? What, why did my father leave me a, biz, a business that could, that could really just I mean, just growing, because I just say I want to do the same thing my father did. I want to grow a business, but I want to grow up big. I want to be big. I want to be big, and I want to grow this thing. I want to leave something for my kids and, and inheritance and my family down the road. And I recognized that he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it because he didn't get a chance to get in the room, to sit at the table where the people were doing the deals, who had the resources to help African-American businesses. He wasn't the only black business. But none of them got to scale because they weren't weren't getting access. They weren't being treated fairly. I remember the signs where you had to go through the back door in the restaurant. I remember the sign that black people were working in the kitchen, but they couldn't go through the front door to eat. I I remember those signs. See, as a young person, I I, I did not recognize what was going on. But as an adult, I began to recognize, wow, if he only had access, if if he was only at the same same level of opportunity because he was, doing the, he was doing the same level of work, if not greater, but he, wasn't, he didn't have the same level of opportunity. He didn't have that access. And here I am at age 50, age 52. I, I, am, I am seeing now the racism and the discrimination that my father faced 40 years ago. I mean, I said to myself, I said, no, I can't sleep with this. I'm, I'm, wrestling with it. I'm wrestling. Should I share this with the people who are tuned into us? Should I share it with the people who are, who are on this call-in line every single morning? And I, I, I heard God speak to me. What is whispering in your ear, in the dark? He said, I want you to proclaim it from the rooftops. I want you to, I want you to share it in the daylight. I want you to see. This thing has been bothering because for everybody who knows me, for anybody who knows me you know my elevator don't go down. Everybody who knows me, my elevator doesn't have a down button where I'm just going to be all sad and I'm going to be all, you know, I'm going to be, anybody who knows me, that's not Michael Woods. You know why? Because I believe, I believe in the greater, the the, the greater God. I I believe in that. But there's sometimes when you get down, there's sometimes when you get where, where, where you have to just ask yourself, Lord, What's going on? Why, why us? Why do we have to be the banner wavers? Why do we have to? Because, and he said to me, he said, if not you, who? He said, who else can fight this battle? He says, I know it's expensive. He said, I know it's expensive, but haven't I, haven't I begun to show you that I'm not going to let you fall? I'm not going to let you fall, so I'm not going to let you wave. I'm not going to let you sink. I said, yes, Lord. He said, Haven I, haven't I been there for you through the journey? I said, yes, Lord. And, just, I mean, Lord just kept asking me question after question. I, thought, I said, and he kept, he kept pointing out the things that he's done throughout this. Haven't I kept you and your wife together? Haven't I kept a roof over your head? Haven't I provided your daughters a, 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 a great education? I said, yes, Lord. And as he began to go down the list, y'all, I began to just say, thank you, thank you, Lord. 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 I just kept thanking him and thanking him and thanking him. And he said, but it's time. It's time for you to release. He said, it's time for you to let the people know that you need their help. It's time for you to let the people know that you need them to be more aware that in, 19, in 2019, y'all, we're fighting the same fight that, that my father was fighting and
1: 50 years ago.
0: In 19, he was fighting the same fight. How is it that we have to fight the same exact fight? That our parents fought 40, 50 years later. You tell me how that's possible. Tell me how we had to fight the same fight it's, two, it's 50 years ago he was fighting this fight. And I got to fight the same fight. I got to fight the fight because I don't want my kids to have to fight this fight 40 years from now. People ask, why? Why don't you just get past it? Why don't you just move on? You can't move on from injustice. You can't move on from it. You can't just leave it because I have to ask myself the question. Forty years from now, 50 years from now, my great-great-grandkids are saying, well, why my granddad didn't do nothing about this? Why my great-grandfather didn't do anything about this? I can't, I can't allow them to ask that question. I have to stand up for injustice. I have, to, I have to fight this fight for future generations of African-American kids who are aspiring entrepreneurs who are saying, I just want a fair seat at the table. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm not asking for, for no free something. We work for everything that we've got. We work for it. We're not asking for nothing free. This ain't about a free meal. The city of Greensboro has given out $200 million, y'all, to non-African American businesses, and they only given out 198000 in that same period of time to African Americans. 198000 They gave out two. Hundred million to non-black businesses. How can that happen at this day and time? How can we stand for this at this day and time and 20, 50 years later since the Civil Rights Movement, since the city in here in Greensboro? $200 million. And you got somebody at the table who has now provided you everything you asked for, and they can't do a $300,000 loan for a company that's impacting the African American community, I mean, they, they give a loan to a to a, to a, to a, to a, to, a, to a... oh, Ramona. I mean, y- y- y'all got to understand this. This is this is this this is, this is this is injustice. This is discrimination, and I don't. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not one to. I, I, I'm always going my elevator up, y'all. But when discrimination hits, it sometimes will bring you down. It'll bring you down. It will, it will show you that there's 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 an unfairness that exists. I mean, if we didn't qualify. I'm not saying that we that we're all that. I'm just saying if we didn't qualify, a company that started 25 years ago from scratch from a barn in the back of our house. And built a multi-million-dollar company that's that's around the United States, Canada, Caribbean Islands. And if we don't qualify, someone who purchases a building that's in a dilapidated area of the city and turn it into a campus where African Americans and minorities can do business in our community with our own money. You think about if we don't qualify, who who is going to make it through? You tell me. Who was going to make it through? I mean, this situation is is is, is beyond. I want you to bring up. I want you to share right now. I want you to share right now. I want you to share this message this morning, because this is the message that comes from my heart. This is the message that comes from my heart. I mean, the city gives a gives a, a loan to a a a, a a a a nest bomb center. Okay, I, we, we grew up in the Nussbaum Center. We know about the Nussbaum Center. But they give a loan to them. 20, Ten years before that, $75,000 loan. Then $275,000 loan. The Nussbaum never pays the money back, right? Ten years later, they then get, they get a building on the same street that we're on, same exact street that we're on. They get a building. The city then gives them another million-dollar loan. Loan, remember that loan, okay, loan, loan. Then they turn around. The, 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 the Nussbaum never paid any money towards the loan. They said at the city council meeting that they weren't going to be able to pay the money back. But if you want to give me the money, go ahead. And that's just what the city council did, city did. They gave them the money, right? They built the Nussbaum Center. Then, ladies, gentlemen, people who are listening, They turn around and take the $1.275, $1.2 million loan and then turn it into a forgivable loan and then into a grant. I mean, I want you all to understand this. Give them a loan. Forgive it. It's a grant. They don't have to pay the money back. How in the world can... African-Americans compete against that. Here they are getting free money. We weren't asking for free money. But even if you take the example of Codis, another company, they gave them a loan based upon them utilizing, getting in the third-lane position, and there's been other companies as well that they've done third-lane. So if you were doing things fair, third-lane position for the white company, why not third-lane position for the black company? The black company has over the amount you asked for. The white company, I don't know what their situation was. But the black company had more. We jumped through every single hoop that you could ask. And they turn around and give the black company a loan, and then turn around and renege it. Oh, we got it. No, gave it back. Oh, go. No, stop. After you've already gotten out there. Do you know how long it takes for a black cloud to come from over your head? Everybody began to just kind of run. Oh, what's going on? The city gave uh, the uh, black network television. The Michael Lomona Woods is long, and they, now they're taking it back. So they're taking it back. They're million on it. What's going on with the woods? Nothing's going on with the woods. What's going on with the city of Greensboro? That's the question. Why is it that you've given out two hundred million dollars? Two hundred. It's right there in the disparity study, y'all. It's in the disparity study. Somebody said, well, it wasn't a loan. It wasn't a loan. No, that's money they don't have to pay back. That's the worst thing about it. You give somebody else money to start and run and grow their business, and they don't have to pay it back. African Americans can't even get a loan to, start their, to, to grow their business, and they still got to pay it back. If that's not injustice, y'all, I don't know what is. The reason why I'm bringing it to your attention because you need to be aware. I'm asking you all to share this message. I'm asking you to share, put share, share, share with everybody that you know. Because this is the time. This is the time in history where we got to stand up. We got to rise up. We got to say to to America, this must stop. We got to say to Greensboro, when is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? When is it going to stop that African Americans don't get a seat at the table? Or if we get a seat at the table to play in the game, the game changes. I mean, when is it going to stop? When? 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 will my great, 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 great grandkids start? No. No, 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 no. It has to stop now. It has to stop now. We are asking. We are asking. All we're asking for is our day in court. That's all we're asking for. Let the people decide. Because the Fourth Circuit has already decided that race the discrimination is plausible, that it is. That's why they overturned it, because it is plausible. Now, somebody said, well, you know, what, 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 is this really about a loan? It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that, people. Come on, if this, is, this, is, this, is, this is 2019, we shouldn't be having this discussion, not in Greensboro, where the Civil Rights Movement, where the sit-in movement started, where people sat at the lunch counter and protested, where the Aggies and the, and, and, and the Bennett Bells and everybody came out and said, hold on, this ain't right. This ain't right that we don't have a seat at the table. Well, we can't be treated fairly. We can't eat at the same counter when we're paying the same taxes. All I'm saying is, is, is when will it stop? When will it stop? You don't want to have that discussion. They don't want to have that discussion. No, they don't want to have that discussion. They want to have. They, they, they want to talk about something else. They want to talk about how good things are. How good things are. Well, I'm here to tell you things aren't that good. And and and, and I want you to. I want y'all to listen to me. I want y'all to share this. I want you to share this with everybody in your social media. Because the world needs to hear this. Yes, CNN. Yes, Oprah. Yes, Tyler Perry. Yes, 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 yes. I'm calling everybody out. Yes, Stephen Curry. Yes, yes, Michael Jordan. Yes, Jay-Z. Yes, Beyonce. Yes, everybody needs to hear this. We need to get the word out to make people aware because if they would do it to us, most people don't have a chance.
1: So what are we asking of everybody? I can think of four things. First and foremost, I am asking for everyone to hold us in prayer. Um, That is definitely the biggest thing. Um, The next thing is share. Share this message with every single person that you know. We need the word out there. Um, The time is running out for us and we need you to share this message. Thirdly, we need you to go on our website. It is riseupgso.com. R I S E U P G S O.com. On that site, we have links to absolutely everything. The battery. Oh, my God. Lower it, died. It died. I mean, it said lower a long time ago. Yes, yeah, it is, but I thought. <gasps> what the heck?
0: hey, we're still live on instagram we're still live on instagram uh we're coming back on live on facebook uh in one second come back live on instagram Facebook in one second hey we we' come back live on
1: on so there's four things we need for you to do one is Keep us in your prayer to share our story. Share it with everybody that you know. Thirdly, go to the site, riseupgso.com. That is R-I-S-E-U-P-G-S-O.com. On that site, we have every link. Everything is on there. And read everything for yourself. And lastly, we want you to ask the city of Greensboro, when? When will black and brown people be treated fairly? When? Because you see, when you come to Greensboro, you don't see, I'm happy to say, you don't see the signs at restaurants or in in bathrooms that say white only. However, when you look into the economic engine of Greensboro, when you open up the purse of Greensboro, North Carolina, there is a sign, a sign that says white only. So we need your help, and please get
0: the word out. We asked you to get the word out, and uh, I think our Facebook went off for a second, in our Instagram, um, but we're just asking you all to share, 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 share those. I know our recording, um, and they share it without it being saved, hey? without it finishing or no? It's up there. It's up there. Are you showing me
1: background?
0: Yes, yes. Please do it on my phone? Huh? Taylor? All right. Hey, y'all, we're back. We're back just for a second. Yeah, give us one second. We have links to absolutely everything.
1: Video. Hmm? Do a new video. Did the other one save? Yeah. Can I just go on
0: Facebook? Just right now. Hey, everyone. Hey,
1: everyone. I tell you, the devil is a liar. We are back and just to wrap this up you all, four things that we need for you all to do. The first is it. let everybody get back on, honey. Y'all back on, we're back on now.
0: So for those who are joining us, uh back on Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> Bless you.
1: So okay.
0: All right, for those who join us back on Facebook and Instagram, we just went off for a second there. The devil tried to stop this message up, y'all. We're not gonna allow it. We're not gonna allow it. So Ramona was sharing with you the last um All right, for those who join us back on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Okay. All right, All right, everybody. I do apologize about this. I tell you, the devil's showing up trying to stop this trying message. Trying to stop us up. But we are going to finish this message. And just to wrap things up, you all, four things I'm asking, or we're asking you all for, first and foremost, please hold us up in prayer. Um, it is um, back in the same judge's um, hands. And, um, you know, we don't know if he's going to dismiss this again, but one thing we're not going to do is we're going to fight all the way here. Second, we need for you to share. We need you to share this message with absolutely every single person that you know. Thirdly, we need you to go to the website. It is RiseUpGSO.com. That is R-I-S-E upgso.com On this site, we have every link, everything. It is completely transparent of all of the things, all of the details. Read everything for yourself and, 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 and come up with your own conclusion. And lastly, we want you to ask Greensboro, ask the city of Greensboro, when will black and brown people be treated fairly in the city of Greensboro? Sure, when you come to visit the city of Greensboro, you don't see signs that say white only at restaurants and inside of, um, outside of bathrooms. However, when you look at the economic engine of this city, when you open the purse of Greensboro, North Carolina, there is a sign. There is a very clear posted sign that says, for white only.
0: It's time for change, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for tuning in with us today. Go to RiseUpGSO, Read the information for yourself. We're only going to post facts on the, on the site. Um, this is to bring awareness. This is to bring awareness to people from around the country. We're asking you to send this to everybody that you know. That Facebook Live, Instagram Live that we had oh, earlier, share that with everybody you know. Share, 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 share. Um, we come to you all today just, to, just sort of uh, from our hearts, letting you know that it's time for change. It's time for change, y'all. We can't, we can't continue to go on like this. Um, I want you all to just share, share, share. Do me one favor. I'm only asking one request. Share it with everybody you know, because everybody in Black America and White America needs to hear this. They need to see that it's it's 50 years later, after the sit-in movement, after the after, after they said at the Woolworth's counter here in Greensboro, North Carolina, that we're still fighting the same fight. We're still fighting the fight to be treated fairly. We're still fighting the fight for equal economic uh, justice. We're saying just just give us just give us just be fair. And I think this is where we are at this point in time. So, um, for those who, 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 who know us well, we're not ones to holler and scream and fuss and fight. But there comes a time in a man's life where to be silent is, is, is just not—it's not—it's not possible. We have—we have to begin to—we got to we gotta begin to speak out against the injustice. And if it can happen to us, ladies and gentlemen, it can happen to anybody. And we're fighting the fight to help our community to rise up. Do we love Greensboro? Sure, we love Greensboro. We've been living here for 20 years, 25 years. We love the city, but we don't love the way that we've been treated as a, as, as a, as, as a race in the city of Greensboro. And so we have, to, we, have to, we have to hate some things in order to love totally. And we hate discrimination. We hate Injustice. We hate that. We can't. We can't love that. We can't love that. We must love. We must love, but we can't. We can't love injustice. We can't love discrimination. So it's time for us to, to speak up. It's time for us to let let um, let the world know. Yes, I'm speaking to everyone out there. I'm speaking to Oprahs. I'm speaking to the Tyler Perry's. I'm speaking to the Jay Zs, the Beyonces. I'm speaking to WFNY. and I'm speaking to the news and record. I'm speaking to every organization. Out there, I'm speaking to everyone. I'm not, I'm not leaving any stones unturned. I'm speaking to everybody. If you want me to come and speak at your organization or your group function, y'all call me because I'm putting the word out there that no longer can I sit for this injustice. I know what my father went through, 40 years ago. I know that I know the battle now that he was fighting. It's not that he didn't want to grow a big business. When you, when you're up against the wall, and you find that that, that you're being treated differently. And if you don't have the same fair opportunity that everyone else has, it's time for a change. We're asking for your prayers. We're asking that you go to riseupgso.com and read the information for yourself. We're asking that you ask the city of Greensboro, when, 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 when will things change for black and brown people? in this city because if it can change in this city it can change around the world let's make a difference it's time to rise up young people it's time to rise up this has been Michael Ramona Woods and we want to thank you all for tuning in today I'm going to end with a prayer before we go
1: Lord I thank you Heavenly Father thank you for what you've done today we are at your mercy we love you We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us together throughout these years. We thank you, Lord. I cannot stop thanking you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this harvest. Thank you for keeping us together, Lord. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Y'all have a wonderful day today. I'll be live tomorrow on um, our call-in line. Uh, call us at six oh five four seven two five three four nine. Access code four five four seven six zero pound and we'll be doing the same thing we've been doing every day, y'all. Morning motivation, six AM to six thirty, Monday through Friday. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Share for me, please. Share, share, share. Okay, can you um thank you. Let
1: me end this-